Hello and welcome to another day of the Nano Gang trudges on. <laughs> I am your host, Jay Daniel Sawyer, and with me are your other hosts, Kitty Nikian and Gail Carragher. Hello, everybody. Hello. How is everybody doing today? I'm doing great. I just had the first day of my writing retreat, and I'm very chuffed with myself. I had a great day. I was, I was telling Van, it's going very well indeed. Excellent. How about you, Kitty? I am kind of on a bit of a buzz. We are finally uh, no longer snowed in. <laughs> we have <laughs> we, road and access to we, the outside you know, world. We've been snowed in for the entire month of January so far. Plus and some of December. Yeah, plus some of December. We've been snowed in basically since the day after Christmas, yep, I think. Pretty much. Um, and I, we got the road plowed yesterday, and I left the... I, I left the premises to go to the store and get some essentials and um then drove home in the snow so hopefully this doesn't mean that we are snowed in again tomorrow but now the neighbor with the plow truck is back Get back yes <laughs> so we'll um, be fine but yes 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 we we were no longer trapped <laughs> which is a beautiful thing uh so you got lots of writing done today gail I did, I did, um, uh, partly because I went, so I'm staying with a friend and I went to a remote location where I intentionally did not get on the internet, which made it a little annoying Makes because a, every time I needed to check something, I had to look it up on my phone. It's amazing but how much it, your word count goes productive. up. When, yep, it's amazing how much your word count goes up when it's just you and the <laughs> words and you can't go do research. Yes, quote unquote. <laughs> also, it, um, we were there at someone else's whim. So I had somebody who was working a day job while we, the two of us were just writing. Mm -hmm. And so we, uh, that other person had lots of meetings. And so at a point at which I naturally would have stopped, we had to stay and wait for them to get out of a meeting. Ah, and so I put in like an gone. extra grand or two of words just because I had nothing else to do. So I Fantastic. just kept writing. <laughs> so yeah, it really worked as designed. Cool. So what's your word count now? Let me just check that. It is currently at 27669. Whoa. Yeah. And that's, that's 7,500 since Monday. And I actually didn't write. Oh, no, I did write on Monday. I didn't write yesterday at all because I was traveling all day. And that's I just didn't very, feel like writing on the plane. healthy clip. Yeah, that's really good. A lot of that was today. I, I think I put, what did I put in today? Today alone, I did about. 5,500. So that's uh, over double my normal daily word count, which is exactly the kind of thing I like to see the first day of a retreat. If this were a nice. week long retreat, I could get up to eight and 10,000 10, word days. But um, this is only a couple of days. So I, I mean, this isn't a full week. So I'm, I'm not sure I'll get there. But we'll see. Maybe I can over the weekend. Very we'll nice. See. Yeah, you're yeah. totally kicking my ass. I, I'm making good progress on the article, but I'm only up about a thousand words in aggregate. I've, it's, it's about 2,000, but I've eaten notes as I've gone. 
but uh, damn, seventy five hundred. I've got to step up my game. You do, you do. Like I Just said, it would be a red letter month, month if I can beat you. Just sucking this month, damn. Well, Kitty, how about you? I did not check my uh, page count oh. before we started, but I didn't get anything done today. So it was whatever I did yesterday, and I don't remember what that was. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Now, in my defense, one of the reasons that my numbers are so low is that Kitty dropped two books on my desk and said, they've all been edited, input the changes because <laughs> they require your input. So I did actually get all of those done today. That is a lot of work, just you know, editing the copy and all that sort of thing. So the, the Kickstarter backers must be gratified. We have to get them their paperbacks. So. It's true. It's true. Speaking of other people, do we have any questions or anything today? Uh, we do. We got Nicole who says, your day seat... <sighs> Your tongue doesn't work today. <laughs> Your day 13 conversation got me thinking on how to organize a website with several author pen names. What are your uh, thoughts on this? Funnel all the fans of your pen names to one site with separate pages? Have separate sites, especially if you are writing something risque? More sites mean the cost of more domain names and upkeep time. I admit I cringe at taking on the time for website upkeep, and that is even before you get to fan engagement and responding to emails. I wouldn't mind the interaction. It's just the burden of responding in a timely fashion. I don't know how you guys do it and keep sane. Uh, that, that last bit's the key. We don't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Insanity is part of the job. Purely, yes, yes, we are already yes. not sane. We are already bonkers. Um, so I can say that in my experience, most romance authors and the romance author genre has people with the most pen names as a yeah. rule. Uh, as well most of those rabid fans. Yeah, most of those have, you know, known pen names and multiples, and they tend to carry them all on the same site, and they'll just be a drop down that basically says the different pen name or you know like yeah. katie cross is here k dot d dot cross is here you know like that's obviously gonna be the mystery line right? that kind of thing um i have only one site but i have a wedded pen name which means it is the same last name mm -hmm. um it's just different first initials rather like dan does it so that, like they get shelved. My stuff will get shelved together, and that's and that's again because I make no attempt to disguise the fact that I write under different pen names. Yep. Um, I, there are a few authors out there who uh, are very cagey about their pen names because they really don't want their algorithms borked in any way because it is so different. But usually, the that's because they're experimenting with the new pen name and it doesn't have its own website or anything they're just seeing if it gets any traction at all and then they'll and then they'll marry it to their existing website later because after the first initial launch you know that reader base gets established the other thing to consider is whether you want to bifurcate your newsletter so that different yeah. readers get different newsletters and I would suggest that if you have and or intend a healthy nonfiction as well as a fiction career, you should have two newsletters because the readers of nonfiction want something completely different of fiction. 
Um, so if you are planning on regularly producing both fiction and nonfiction, I think you should have two newsletters for those different audiences because readers are not writers if those are the two audiences you're dealing with, not necessarily the same kinds of audiences. Um, but I, but most people, most authors I know only have one website. It's just easier to manage and it's easier, it's more cost efficient. Yeah, if you have a closed pen name, that would be a different thing. Then you're actually maintaining two or more uh, separate discrete businesses, basically. But if they're open pen names, yeah, I'd see no reason not to dump them all in the same place because, hey, you also want to encourage crossover if you can. Also, uh, eventually, at least outside of the first initial launch where you don't want your, your algo, algos polluted or anything. Mm -hmm. And I would also say, I would urge you caution to say that in the internet age and in the age of Wikipedia and print media, um, <laughs> you, this is not witness protection. Like no. your real name will get known eventually if you become a big enough author. It happened to me. It's uh, happened to everybody I know. It happens. Yeah, so, it happened to you like a week after the launch of your first book too, didn't it? Or something like that. No, it was it was longer than that. It was maybe it was a couple of months after, and it was an interview in, in an alumni magazine that outed ah, me. Um, and like, I don't like need to be skint about my real name. It wasn't like, especially not now that I no longer have an academic career. It's just that I hate my real name. So like, I just don't like to be known by it. I don't want to go by it. I don't want to heaven forfend anybody address me by it at a convention. It, it messes with my head in a really like bad way. Cause <laughs> and the people who ever use my real name are, are like officials and people who are upset with me. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> you, so like, I, I, anyway, that was a bit of a rant, but um, yeah, you will get outed. There's no way to actually protect either your real name or your pen names being coupled to each other if you re if you attain a certain amount of notoriety. Yeah, it would even yeah. even uh, even Belle de Jour got outed, and she was even Elena Parente or whatever her name was. Like everyone, Brooke McNanty, every, and yep, yeah, yeah, was. everyone eventually gets known. Mm -hmm. um, and and I will say. 12 years ago when I started out, at least in science fiction and fantasy, it was a little weird to have a pen name and people were a little bit like, what do you mean that's not your real name? Now, in almost every genre outside of litfic, about which I know nothing, um, no one no one cares if you have a pen name or not. Like, people are completely nonplussed. I'm kind of surprised decide. that people were surprised at pen names back when you started because it's not like... I mean, I knew at least three or four people at the conventions we normally went to ran under pen names. Uh, uh, yeah, but it was more that I would meet somebody and introduce myself as Gail and be, and become friendly with them as as Gail, and then later on they learn I had it was a pen name, and they were uh, like okay. offended I never told them or something. And I <laughs> weird. That's weird. Uh, that I would prefer to go by Gail and. I don't trust authors to keep two people's name, two one person under two names in their head and remember which one to use <laughs> under which circumstances. That seems like a huge ask. I can't remember anybody's name ever. Uh, so I was like, <laughs> one name is good. Like, I'm flattered if you remember that my name is Gail. Like, I feel like we're doing uh. well. <laughs> um, yeah, uh. it was weird. But I have to say that has not happened 
you know, in a very long time. And I feel like it's completely changed. It's sort of so many people have, have pen names now. So many people have multiple pen names because mm-hmm. one of the great blessings of self-publishing in a hybrid career is you get to write in multiple genres, which, you know, yeah. we honestly didn't really get to do for a very long time. It was such a hassle to switch genres. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so it's kind of both readers and writers are, are pretty comfortable with pen names now. So I would recommend just running it through your web to get back to the original question, just doing them all on one website, unless, you know, for some reason you really want it closed. Like you really yeah. want them separate from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, like you, mine are all so far all my same last name. So someone gets to my page, they're going to figure out, Oh, J Daniel Sawyer, Dan Sawyer, JD Sawyer. Yeah. That's all got to yeah. be the same guy. Um, yeah. If you're using different last names, you may want to have people land on a splash page that lists all the names True. or something like that. Um, or something like that. And you might want to consider your own your, your, your URL very carefully if you're having multiple mm-hmm. last names. Yeah. So mine is gailcarriger.com and I might have tried for carriger.com if I'd known that I was going to use GL as well as Gail. Right. But, you know, too late now. Um uh, you know, so you might think, uh, you know, think and draft up a couple of pen names or possible pen names and like think about your uh, URL from that. I do not recommend what Dan does, which is have a publishing company, because that's another thing for people to remember what you're called. Uh, you're an author. Your brand is in your goddamn name. Name your website, your name. Make it very, very easy for I dumb publish people other to find people. you. <laughs> People are dumb. Make it easy for them. Yeah. No, I publish other people, which is why there is a publishing company and it's attached to a production company. It's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If you intend to broaden like that, you, you, you can think about that, but I but, would, but, I would know, recommend but even, launching. Look, even when you do that, I mean, literally the publishing company website gets no traction at all, or gets, gets no traffic at all because nobody goes that way. People. You know, Unless you yeah. like Bain or Penguin. Right. If, you need a reader. You need a reader. Like, and even so, like honestly, nobody really goes and follows Orbit or follows Ban. Like that's a that's a weird. It's a weird, freaky super fan who does that kind of thing. <laughs> it's, like and 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 to be very very frank, uh, very few authors get a lot of traffic on their websites anyway. I mean, you have to be extremely good on your SEO. Um, your website is more a landing page or in a vehicle to get people to do whatever it is you really want them to do next, which is yeah. immediately bop off it to go buy the book somewhere, right. buy yeah. that book from you directly, or in my case, sign up for the newsletter, like whatever. Like you're, One thing that most authors forget about is your website should have a point of view, and that point of view mm-hmm. is what do you want people to do when they land on this website the most? And then every single thing on that website should be tailored to try and get people to do that thing you want them to do. Yep. True, true. All right. Well, short episode today, but that's okay. Cause I'm did we gonna... handle all of the question? I feel like there were well, a couple I mean, of other parts to it to make sure we got everything. Oh, she wanted to know how we manage uh, responding to and dealing with reader feedback and emails and stuff like that in a timely fashion. 
Um, well, I took a lot of time to try to train my readers um, so that they that I am a I am intentionally very slow to respond to emails in general unless it is an absolute fire like a legal beaver eagle like there's something serious that has requires my prompt attention. Um, and I do that to train everyone I interact with that I am a very slow responder to things and like you just can't. I don't want anybody to expect me to ever be at their beck and call. I've always been this way. I held on to a pager much longer than any other human. <laughs> I held on, I, I resisted getting a cell phone because I don't like the idea of being immediately available to anybody. Mm. Um, so I don't feel compelled to respond to emails rapidly from anyone, even my editor. <laughs> Just like, so that's one of it as I'm, I'm kind of weird about that sort of thing anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, you need, you'll need to, depending on the volume of, of emails you get and, you know, at different points in your career, you get different volumes and different levels of enthusiasm, that sort of thing. I, I had to develop template responses. Then I had to develop template responses for uh, young adults because <laughs> mm -hmm. you need to have a different response for them uh, because I would get emails with the same questions over and over and over again. So the next stage after that was to do blog posts, which answer the questions I'm getting the most frequently and then redirect people to those blog posts. And if you follow me on social media, you'll notice that I have certain reoccurring like reminders for people, like a list of my like my books in world chronological order or and suggestion reading order is here. Like I have a social media blast about that because I get that question so much and that blast goes out to all my social but, media. And, and you, appro like, you appropriated uh, Stephen R. Donaldson's long interview technique as well. I did that as well. Um, so like basically when I get interview questions, I have what's called the never ending interview. And I'm like, if you ask me a question I've already answered, I pull from this this place on you you can read it if you want to go read it but just know that like my answers aren't guaranteed to be original i'm not gonna mm -hmm. type a new email answering the same question i'm not over for for a, a reader or a like professional press <laughs> like um you know and and that's just like like nicole obviously recognizes it's just bandwidth eventually oh, yeah um, you know, and where's the next book? Like that's, I have an FAQ and, and essentially like on my website where it says you can leave me a calling card, it says at the top, like, please, please check my check FAQ, FAQ first. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, please do that. I mean, I, I still get the question and I'm still like, yeah, the answer is number three on the FAQ. Like you sent me an email and I'm going to send you right back to the website. <laughs> Um, yeah, for for me the uh, the emails for the everyday novelist all go to one spot, and so when they come in, I try to I try to basically just send an acknowledgement within about hmm. forty eight hours because I could lose it. Yeah, I've lost them before, and I like to let people hmm. know I've got it. And it's usually I just say, yeah, th thanks for the question. It's on the pile. Yeah, that's the yeah. and and I send that off, and then they'll hear it on the on the cast occasionally if i'm really really backlogged and it seems like an urgent question i'll give it a shot in text and say you know this will air in several several weeks it seems urgent so you know here's what i can do but yeah. um most of the time for other stuff i respond as i've got the time 
Um, yeah, that's so uh, I do what a lot of other authors do who are like me, which I have I have an assistant. She's mostly virtual. Um, so my first line of defense is, is spam fil filters. Unfortunately, yeah. if you get caught in a spam filter, you will never get a response at all. My second line of defense is my assistant. So anything that comes in via the website um, has a trigger on it, which gets it put into her basket, essentially, in, in, in our email server. And so she reviews all of those. So she handles all of the templated responses. So anybody asks a question that I've been asked a million times before, where's the next book, whatever, like she responds to all of those as me, I've made all of the templates and I made all of the responses, I've written them, but she just responds to those all. Um, and then there'll be like fan specific ones and those um, get filtered into a bucket that is for me and then i blast answer those like once every couple of weeks or something like that where i'll go through and like if it, so in other words it requires special attention or you know like i love love it when like a reader has taken the time to like tell me the books like got them through an emotional crisis or oh, like they tell that. a story about how the book helped and and, yeah. and it's really useful for my psyche and for like my emotional well-being to get that kind best, of feedback best one i best one i ever got my my son who has emotional problems and has never read a book read Hadrian's Flight and he's now a bookworm and it's yeah those 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 are the reason we write right like so I I want to see that you know like I got you know someone was stuck in Bangkok when there was rioting uh, four or five years ago and they were like literally I hold up in my apartment for three days and read your books and it's the only way I stayed sane you know like somebody's like I'm donating bone marrow to my twin sister and we've been reading your books out loud and making the nurses laugh you know like those are amazing stories to get yep. so um so I do I am there and I am reading those and I and you know they do make their way to me it's just uh it's just a matter of like putting aside some time and yeah. to respond and 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 you know frankly the gmail snooze feature they've introduced so i used boomerang for years and now there's a gmail snooze function which is fantastic which basically is like a lot of email i get i'm like it just gets snoozed until monday because monday is my all-day business day and so a lot of stuff i just am like if it's not a fire i need to put out it just waits <laughs> you know if i can afford to make it wait when i when i know my brain is going to be in business mode and we're just going to tackle it all i do i just snooze it until monday and then whatever the next monday is is when it gets dealt with cool so yeah that's that's how i handle it um but i also have taken the time over the years and you nicole probably know this <laughs> which is i've sort of trained everybody uh, all of my fan base kind of knows where I hang out and if you want to interact with me and if you want kind of personal attention kind of deal, you know, like, so the people who really kind of want to ask me a question and get a, a, a response and have an interaction with me, they will turn up in, in my lives, which are once a month. I do a Facebook live. They'll, they'll like turn up there and we'll have a little chat kind of deal. Like, and then the people who want to just like gurgle about the books or ask questions about the books or postulate theories or whatever, they hang out in my fan group. And, 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 you know, um, and, and it's kind of my, my reader base just kind of knows like where I am and like, I'm just, they know I'm not really on Twitter that much. Um, you know, they know if they want to picture pictures of the cat and the workspace and travel photos that I'm on Instagram for that, you know, like they kind of, people have kind of, know, I've sort of trained people to know this. Um, and, and that's the other thing you do is you just, you just sort of funnel people in the, in the directions you want them to go also. Cool, cool. 
All righty. Well, I guess that'll do that for us here today. And uh, so we'll be back here on Friday. And hey, maybe by Friday, all of the episodes that we've recorded so far will actually be out because I have a little bit of time to finish editing them and everything tomorrow. So we'll see. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And we'll see. I'll have had a two, well, I'll have a day and a half more of word count actions. Oh God. So we'll I how am my retreat so is going. toast. I am so toast. <laughs> ah! I hope so. God. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have to go shopping and I've got to finish this stupid article and ah oh yeah, but you, you can do it Dan you, don't you have can... to leave until um, the weekend that's true so alright well I'll see what I can do here well happy writing everybody alright All right. see you all bye. tomorrow bye